get mantra and meditation mp3s at jasongalant.ca. So I recently had a small complaint about my videos and this person said that I speak too generally. I speak in a non-specific way about specific situations and it's not necessarily catered to one individual situation. And the thing is that the reason why I do this is because I'm speaking to a wide audience with a multitude of situations and I'm trying to apply a teaching generally to many different situations at the same time, which is very difficult because each situation does demand its own, let's just say tweaking of a concept or at least a tweaking of a person's understanding of the concept, which is really what I'm going to get to. I find that the spiritually identified people are the worst for this. They assume because they've heard about intuition or a religious concept or something, they assume what I'm saying instead of receiving what I'm really saying. And if you're going to tune into the videos, that's great, but do your best to receive what I'm emanating in that moment instead of projecting your own issue. Now, where this is all coming to, what this is all coming to, culmination to, is for everyone to become aware of one ego trap that is very common. And the ego is a prison, as we know. And the ego will justify that prison to you in many different sneaky ways. And one desire that is a very tricky desire because most people would think, oh no, I don't have that desire. That, that's not in me, right? But <laughs> it goes in alignment with the desire to be right. It's also the desire to suffer. Right? Now, I want to be specific about this because this is another misunderstanding this person made, which shows that they have not really watched any of my videos. They just projected on this one particular video, which I understand that that happens because if you only read one paragraph in a book, you're not going to get the whole concept, right? That's just the way it is. But there is a difference between pain and suffering. And there's this unrealistic expectation that if one does spiritual practice, that there will be no such thing as pain. Like somehow you'll walk around like a spiritual automaton, lobotomized somehow by your mantra practice, right? But what I found is the opposite is true. Pain becomes much greater, but it also becomes transitory. Because you're not living that pain as a rerun in your mind. Say you're a warrior and you're on a battlefield and you, you get a gaping wound in your leg or something. There's a difference to you experiencing that pain as opposed to picking up a stick and then putting that stick in the wound and then 
grinding it around to make more pain. That's what the mind does. You see? So through your enlightenment process, you are learning how you contribute to your pain. You contribute extra suffering. You make a situation that's already difficult to deal with and you make it worse. <laughs> right? So there are tragic things that happen in a lifetime and you will feel very deeply about it. There's nothing wrong with it. That doesn't mean you're less spiritual or less enlightened. I once watched an enlightened woman cry because somebody close to her had passed away. That, that's totally normal. If anything, you become extremely honest with every emotion that moves through you. It's just that you're not falsely creating emotions. Such as, <laughs> there's a sad event that happens in your life and then you hire a whole orchestra quartet to play sad music 24-7 to make sure you're always reliving those emotions. You see, so the mind likes to rerun pain. It likes to say, hey, see, I have purpose. I'm making you memorize pain and relive it. But at some point you become conscious and you say, well, is this really necessary? Is this helping me or anyone around me? Where is the exit door to this dream I'm living in so that I can deeply immerse myself in this moment? Now, why would you wish to do this? Well, when you realize that you don't have to contribute more pain to a situation, then there is this buffer of your own immortality, this experience that also comes in like a soothing blanket through the tragic moments of life. Wisdom is also a side effect. There are a lot of spiritual people out there who believe in reincarnation. They believe in immortality. They believe, they believe, they believe. But they don't know it. So when they see something happen, they go right back into the old trap of believing they are nothing more than the physical body. So as you realize that you are not this physical body, then there is a wisdom, an ominousant wisdom that overcomes you to see pain in a different context. So therefore, when something is happening to you or someone around you, you're not getting lost in the drama of it. You will feel deeply, yes, but you're not lost. You will do also what you can. Perhaps there will be amazing compassion come through you, but you are not lost. We all know. I mean, you, you may have seen it in stories or have seen it in real life where someone has something tragic happen and then the people around that person actually make the situation worse because they're dramatizing about how it's so hard for them instead of the person it's happening to. You see, that's the mind. The mind wants to make it all about them and about how, oh, my drama and my pain is more important than yours. I once saw, or at least was around, the situation where this person had had an accident. They, they slipped on the stairs and they fell down. 
And the son, instead of jumping to action and just helping his mother up, what he did was he just hyperventilated. I mean, this was a 20-year-old man. This was not a 10-year-old boy. He hyperventilated and paced around the house like crazy, like he was lost in some sort of dream. This is what the mind does. It forces you to ignore the situation and fixate on how to make the situation worse. So as you spiritual warriors embark upon experiencing this wisdom within you, this freedom that is also there as life's challenges happen, you not only become better able to assist in any one moment, you are also not contributing extra suffering or extra pain to the moment. So again, suffering is you and your contribution to the pain. And pain is just life happening, just like there are comfortable moments, there are painful moments, and it is a part of our evolution. And no matter what you think, you can't change it. That's the thing. That's the mind. It always comes up with a way of saying everything should be comfortable. That's the way addiction is created. That's the way people who get addicted to substances think. They start to say everything should be comfortable because they experience something so uncomfortable like that should never happen and then they go into the sterility program where they want to make everything pleasant. I'm not blaming them but I'm saying it is a no-win situation because that thinking also creates many problems. So in the end we have no choice but to accept reality and the rejection of reality makes everything more painful makes everything worse than it already is <laughs> and it's not all doom and gloom because again when you see things in proper context you deeply feel you deeply connect you deeply experience everything including the heavenly stuff the angelic stuff that is here with you as you learn life lessons So the enlightenment journey isn't about controlling and micromanaging all things. It's not about micromanaging your feelings. It's about becoming a master of experience, all experience. And realizing eventually that there are certain contributions you make to just diminishing the experience of life, which are not necessary. So everything is about point of view, which I've talked about. If you think you're the body, if something happens to the body, it's the end of the world. If something happens to somebody else's body, end of the world. And you're entitled to feel that, that's okay. But realize that if you experience your own immortality, you will also experience the immortality of others. And know that there are some painful moments, but it doesn't mean it is the absolute end. 
So, when you notice that the mind is moving you towards suffering, it is creating stories in order for you to suffer, to attach to an event or a situation. Practice breathing and letting that go and returning to here instead of the past or the future. And this will be your soothing balm amidst the challenges of life. And remember, I do understand that each situation has its own specific variables at work or at play. And I don't speak about my work. I make these videos in order to help as many people as I can without them contributing any money or anything, just as a free service. But if you wish to speak to me specifically about something, then I am available for individual consultations. And that's all that information's on my website. But I've tried my best to make the videos a self-study program so that you don't need me. That's the whole point. The only thing you need is the highest intelligence. That's it. And it doesn't matter whether that comes through a tree, the wind, the sun, a guru, me, or life itself in all different directions. So I hope this helps you on your spiritual journey. Take care for now. Are you interested in working with a spiritual teacher in a formal setting? Well, perhaps the Wisdom Life School is for you. If you're interested in checking out what the Wisdom Life School is all about, just go to aratima.com.